This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Stocks opened higher this morning as the Commerce Department reported stronger-than-expected economic growth for the final months of last year. NPR's Scott Horsley reports the Dow Jones Industrial Average rose about 160 points in early trading. The U.S. economy grew at an annual pace of 3.3 percent in October, November, and December, led by strong consumer spending on both goods and services. Growth was also fueled by business investment, government spending, new home construction, and exports. Although fourth quarter growth was somewhat slower than the previous quarter, it was substantially faster than most analysts had predicted. The economy continues to outperform expectations even in the face of higher interest rates. Core measures of inflation show price increases continuing to ease. GDP was 3.1 percent larger at the end of last year than it was 12 months earlier. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. The Federal Aviation Administration says that scores of grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets can now fly again. The FAA ordered the Boeing models pulled from service after a door plug blew off one Alaska Airlines jet during flight earlier this month. But NPR's Joel Rose says the FAA will limit some of Boeing's airplane production. The agency is imposing pretty sweeping production caps on the company's factories, not just the MAX 9, but other 737 lines as well. That's a rare step by the government. Uh, And the FAA regulators say they they want to be satisfied that, quote, quality control issues uncovered during this process, unquote, get fixed before those caps are lifted. NPR's Joel Rose reporting. Around 2 million people, or nearly everyone in Gaza, have been displaced from their homes. Many Palestinians are living on top of patches of sand in makeshift tents. NPR's Aya Batrawi has this report from a Palestinian woman whose life has been upended by the war between Israel and Hamas. Tahrir Taysir al-Madani was a professional in skin rejuvenation and laser treatments. But like so many others in Gaza, she's now struggling to survive in a tent. She misses eating out at restaurants, having access to a shower, and her morning coffee. But what she wants most is her warm bed again in her parents' multi-story home. She says she meets women in Gaza that ask her to tweeze for them, as they too try to hold on to their identities and humanity in this war. A recent report by UN Women details how women and children in Gaza have been disproportionately impacted by the war. They say on average, two mothers have been killed every hour in Gaza since October 7th, after Hamas's attack on Israel sparked the war. Aya Batrawi, NPR News, with producer Anas Baba in Gaza. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is now up 162 points. The Nasdaq is up about 40 points. This is NPR. A Texas judge has set a trial date next month for a black high school student over his hair. Daryl George has dreadlocks that are worn neatly tied on top of his head. His school says his hair is wrong and that his dreadlocks are too long. The school has been punishing him with suspension and put him in a disciplinary program because he will not cut his dreadlocks. His mother, Darisha, spoke outside the courtroom. Why should we have to cut his hair? That's right. It's not, it's, why? Like, really, why? His hair is not affecting his education. She says the school is breaking a new Texas law that bars racial discrimination over hair. 
The U.S. Navy sailed a destroyer through the Taiwan Strait this week, the first such transit this year. These transits are now part of regular patrols that the United States and other allies have organized. NPR's Emily Fang reports its pushback against Chinese military intimidation in the Pacific Ocean. The U.S. Navy's 7th Fleet said its destroyer, the USS John Finn, cruised through international waters in the Taiwan Strait, a strip of water separating Taiwan from China, which claims Taiwan as its own territory. The journey happened just weeks after Taiwan concluded a smooth presidential election, an election China opposed because it believes it should have political control over the self-ruled island. China sent its own naval detail to monitor the U.S. destroyer on its transit and criticized it as a provocative act. Emily Fang, NPR News, Taipei, Taiwan. Again on Wall Street, the Dow's up 163 points. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News.